What I wanted to share a little piece of scripture with you this morning. Lord put this on my heart, and then I want to leave a little time for ministry. And uh, it's kind of that kind of word. It's 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 just something the Lord. I felt like uh, with the age that we live in, times that we live in, I just I just felt ministry, and and uh, uh, more than anything, I felt I had to obey the Lord. And uh, that's what that's always my purpose. I always try that. I never try to to not obey the Lord when I get up here, but I always try to be super sensitive to what He does want. And uh, I felt like uh, that this was something I had to pick up this week and and, and deliver. But I want to read you, I want to read you a piece of a story this morning out of Acts 16. Uh, I, and I'm not even going to get to the heart of the story where maybe you're used to getting with this story. And although the the end of the story is is awesome, it's not really what what I want to share this morning. So Acts 16, and we'll read we'll read most of the story. I'll I'll stop a little short just to save time because I've learned. Anything I can do to save time helps me because I'm long anyway. Amen. So, Acts 16, let's start with verse 16. Of course, this is Paul and Silas. You'll know the story as we go along, but as they're uh, doing their ministry work throughout all their journeys together, the Bible says this, that it came to pass that as Paul's talking, as we went to, to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with the spirit of divination, met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. The same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. How many know the devil knows the truth even? He knows the truth, and that's really what this is. But he shows, God will show the way of salvation. Verse 18 and this she did, plus, how many know the devil will wear you to death too? And this she did many days. But Paul finally being grieved, finally being grieved, he turned and said to the Spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out the same hour. And when her masters saw that the hope of their gains were gone, I'll tell you what. Uh, the Lord will change you, won't he? He'll change circumstances and situations. The master saw that their hope of gain was gone. They caught Paul and Silas and drew them into the marketplace and unto the rulers. How many know when it affects finances, people get angry? They do. Remember, remember the story with the pig? Jesus done, done set a man free that had been running the tombs all them years and nobody could hold him and and, and they were upset because the pigs died. Amazing. They brought them to the magistrates, saying, These men, being Jews, do exceedingly trouble our city. And they teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe being Romans. And the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates rent off their clothes. And commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into the prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. Who having received such a charge, thrust or put them into the innermost part of the prison, and even made their feet fast in the stocks. Here's the part everybody knows. At midnight... And at midnight, and at midnight, Paul and Silas, they prayed 
They prayed. And they sang praises unto God. And prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's band were loosed. Amen. And now you know the story goes on and the jailer, it, he, he was amazed at all this and, and even what must I do to be saved. And, and all You know that's, that's a wonderful part, but I want to stop right there this morning. And I just want to believe the Lord to bless this portion of scripture and use it. Uh, for hearts here today, for I know, I know there's some that'll be here today that'll need this word today. I feel that uh, because of what the Lord has put in my heart. So let's believe the Lord this morning, Brother Anger. Would you bless this word this morning? And this word this morning. God Almighty, in the name of Jesus, realizing that without you we can do nothing. Also realizing that with you we'll tackle anything. In Jesus' name, we pray for the positive results that you've designed for this service this morning at this hour. In Jesus' name, by faith of God, we call it done. Amen. 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 Come on, bless his name. Bless his name. Amen. 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 I believe the Lord to take and cut a piece of tailored uh, cloth of grace this morning to cover to cover someone that needs it today. I really do. I really do. But I'm thankful this morning. I'm thankful. I, I want to I use this text not so much as a text. And the reason I want to say that, I want you to catch it. I'm not going to try to pull apart every piece of this text, but I don't really want to use it that way, although that's the way I normally like to do. But I want, here's what I want you to do. I want you to catch this. I don't want to use it as so much as a text part, but I want, I want you to get a feel for this story. I want to use that word. I want you to get a feel for this story. I want to, and I really want you to, if you can, to even to, to kind of similarly put yourself in the position, uh, or or to some degree, maybe not in the identical situations. But I want you to get a feel for the story this morning, as if it were you or could be you, and maybe, like I said, not in the same maybe situations or circumstances, but in same situations or things that you might go through that they might be somewhat parallel. And I want, you to, I want you to see this story in that way. And I, and I wonder, I wonder, I wonder, you know, I uh, want you to wonder what it is to, and to feel what it is to even maybe feel like they were feeling in this story. Amen. Uh, as I was looking at this story, I believe, I believe in, in, in all my heart this morning that uh, uh, as Paul and Silas were, were living this story and, and life was exciting and, and life was uh, 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 was experiencing great thrills and highs, and they were doing great things for God. The anointing of God was on their life so rich. They were performing the things that God wanted them to do that that no other men were doing. They they were they were seeing ministry. They were seeing and 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 just things were just happening. You, you know you know you know sometimes in your walk with God, this it just seems like God's just doing good things and. And, and life is good, and it seems like His favors on your life, and it just feels like everything you do that, that God's blessed it, and God's touched it, and God's anointed it, and and that just good things are are flowing from what it, you're just your walk with God and living your life for God, and 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 maybe there's somebody here today, you know, that, that even knows exactly what I'm talking about. I've had seasons in my life where I thought, man, I'm so blessed. I'm just so blessed. Everything is so good. Everything's so rich. But then there are those times 
There's those times when you're really, you know, you're still living the same life and you still got the same faith and the same belief and, and you're even, you're trying hard and, and you're doing what I heard Mark say, you're doing your best and trying to give your best and, and maybe not always to where you like because sometimes we do come short. It's obvious, we're flesh, we're human, we come short sometimes, we fall below even uh, what we have laid standards even for ourselves, not much less what God has. We sometimes come below those things and, 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 and come in under some of those things. And, but, but we are still trying to do good and even maybe doing some great things. But this story takes this turn. That's what they were doing. They were doing great things. They were doing great things. And, 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 and not so much about the story as far as why it happened, but, but things went bad. Things went wrong. Things went whatever. They, they were misunderstood. Have you ever been misunderstood? Uh, and out of that misunderstanding, uh, they were mistreated, if you will, abused. Anybody know in here what it feels like to be abused? Or mistreated? Or to suffer injustice? Because there was nothing just about the story. There was nothing just. They, they were not suffering for, for things that they had sowed. They were not reaping of what they did themselves. That they, they were suffering injustice. How many, how, many, how many know that when we suffer injustice, it feels a little extra harsh, don't it? When you've been doing good, you've been trying your hardest, you've been trying your best, and, and you still suffer injustice. It's, it's got a little bit of a, a sharper dig in it, it feels like to me anyway. I know, I know when I've done my best for someone and they, 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 they maybe a situation turns out to where it looks like that, 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 that they didn't see it that way. It's a little extra hurt, ain't it? It makes you feel, I want you to get that, it makes you feel a little, a little extra pain, a little extra, you absorb just a little bit more. But, but, but think about that. They, 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 everybody has turned against them. How does that make you feel? When everybody turns against you. You know. Uh, it may, and, 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 and maybe you've never experienced, I hope, I pray you've never experienced that in totality. But to some degree, maybe it's been an entire workplace or an entire portion of people or an entire this. Or, but anyway, you, you've understood what it is sometimes where, where people, most everybody, or you, you think that anyway. Amen. Amen. Oh, seems like all is starting to go wrong. They're getting bad for good. You ever get bad for good? Or even getting evil for good. Getting evil for good. And and it don't seem, it don't even seem like, it don't even seem like if, if, if you want to put it this way, that is, that, that even God is as good as he really is. I, I mean, it wouldn't be hard for them to assume that. I mean, what they've went through this from that evening till midnight. That's, that's what I want you to see. From that evening to midnight, I'm sure they, they had to set in our portions of that night. I'm just wondering, the good we've got, the evil we've got for the good. For, for all the misunderstanding, all the mistreatment, the injustice, we didn't deserve that. That, that shouldn't have never come our way. It had to be a, a little pool of doubt for at least a moment maybe. That, that you know, maybe God, like John the Baptist Sitting in his cell. Jesus, are you him or do we look for another? On and on and on. 
just think about it. Here's what I want you to maybe, maybe all these feelings. That's, that's what amazed me about this story. And that's where the Lord really got a hold of my heart because I got to seeing all these feelings that had to come out of this story. I, I've never really seen this story in this light. But all the feelings that sometimes just come out of, a, out of an evening circumstance or an evening time or, 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 or just a, a moment of life, a season of life, an hour, a conversation. Sometimes there's a swirl of feelings over some two or three words. Hey, so sometimes, sometimes something can just be mentioned. Or, or maybe, how about this, something that ain't mentioned. Or something that ain't acknowledged. And all these swirl, all these feelings. All these things that, that rise up. Not to mention the big things in life sometimes that are going on. All these feelings. And, and here's... Here's what, because that's who we are. We're, we're sometimes a big ball of feelings, ain't we? I know you're spiritual to the core. I know you speak in tongues. And I know you sing the best praise music. But, but sometimes we're just a big ball of feelings. Amen. That's who I've come to talk to this morning. Because sometimes we're all like that. Sometimes we're all like that. And here's what I've learned about that. I, I've learned this so very much. I've learned, I've learned that, that, that when I am this big ball of feelings, that, that I'm at a very dangerous place. And you're at a very dangerous place. And I've learned that feelings are really fickle. Really fickle. Man, they'll turn on you in a second. You can have that praise report, but you've got to watch. You've got to watch because feelings, feelings, will, feelings will turn you right over. Feelings, feelings will let you down. Feelings will leave you, and you'll feel different. It amazes me sometimes how I feel on Sunday till Monday. I'm just plumb shocked sometimes how I feel, how I have felt on a Sunday. When I leave here, sometimes I've been shocked at how I feel like, man, just a little higher, and Brent could have seen me be raptured. That's how high I felt that some Sundays. Some Sundays I feel like I'm almost Enoch here. I'm just about, I just about ain't. I know it is, but I almost ain't because that's how strong I feel it this morning. Amen. I felt that. And then, and then, and then it's crazy. It's crazy. Somewhere along in the night, something, something, something and I get up on Monday, and, and the anointing's gone, and, and, and the chores are there, and things just went wrong, and this is going on, that's going on, and that happened, and Y'all looking at me like I'm the only one. I've learned they're so fickle. So fickle. Such a change. Such a change. Amen. Y'all ever deal with fickle feelings, fickle people? Fickle. <laughs> this the change. This just quick change. Now here's what I want to say. I know this. I know feelings are real. Did you hear me? They're real. But here's what I want you to know about that. They ain't always true. Feelings are real. They real, buddy. That's why they sometimes take such strength over our lives. But they're not always true. They sure not. And God knows this. God made us. God designed us. 
Every, every feeling that we got. He, he wired everything in us and, 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 and the variations of. Man, I got to think about this. I said, I'm so underqualified to talk on this, God. I said, because I have to ask Cindy sometimes, how am I supposed to feel? <laughs> I mean, I'm just an old country man. Sometimes I don't even know. How am I? Even I've asked her. She'll tell you. I've asked her. I said, how am I supposed to feel about that? I'm one of them guys that ain't so much in touch with my feelings sometimes. But I do know where I am at times, this mess and just wired. And God, God made me that way. And you know what? You know why? All of you, and, and, and if you're really, really feeling, it's all right. God made you that way. God made you really, really feeling. He sure did. And you know what that does? You know what all that does? It, 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 it colors the world. Oh, think, think about it. Think about it if we were all just that. That same black and white sort of feelings. But no, no. He colors the world with all of our different feelings, all of our different ways, all of our different. You know, you, you ever hear people say, well, were they a little peculiar? That, that just means they, they got funny feelings. I mean, and we all are. You know what I've learned about? We all that way. You hang around any of us long enough, we all sometimes got some peculiarities. We all got some little, little things. Little things. We all we all do. But here's what I, God knows. God knows. He knows what I was getting to before I got sidetracked. God knows our feelings. He and He knows that they're dangerous. He knows that that they can be that they can be dangerous for us. And I think that's why His Word. Let me tell you about His Word real quick, and then I'm gonna get where I'm going. Let me tell you about His Word. That's why His Word through His Word. New, I'm not even gonna go into the Old Testament, but but through His Word in the New Testament, He commands our feelings. He does. And as followers and as believers of the Lord, we, we have faith in what he commands. Because he knows how we are, but he commands. That's like fear. Fear is a big feeling, ain't it? Fear. You know what? He commands us to fear a certain thing or fear not a thing. Luke, let, me, let me run you a couple of scriptures by here. Luke 12. Luke 12, if, if, you, if you don't mind. He says, and, and I say unto you, Jesus said, uh, my friends, be not afraid of them that can kill the body and after have no more that they can do. But listen to what verse 5 said. But I forewarn you, whom you shall fear, fear him that after he is killed hath power to cast into hell. Yea, I say unto you, fear him. He commands our feelings because he knows our feelings can get on its own little tangent, our own little run. He knows that we can get afraid of, of, of things of this world or fearful in certain things. But he, he commands us to fear a certain way. He knows what we have. Or even hate. How many know he commands us even to hate? Never heard that before, have you? Well, it's a little different word in the New Testament. But he commands us to even hate. Romans 12 and 9. Uh, put that up there if you don't mind. Right quick. He says, let love be without disemotion, but abhor. There it is. Hate that which is evil. It's a command. There's certain things. Because he knows, he knows we'll have a tendency to love even some evil things. Because that's our fickle feelings. Sometimes even as believers, if we're not careful, we'll love or even like or yearn for things that is, that's evil or sinful or wrong. So he therefore commands. Even with the hate. Of course, you, I know you know this. He commands us to rejoice. 
Philippians 4, 4, he commands that. The Word of God, New Testament, commands a rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, double, double command, rejoice. Come on, because he knows us old fickle people that we're going to be grumpy old men, grumpy old ladies. Come on. And he knows we're going to need a little shot of Philippians 4 and 4 to get us over the hump on Thursday. To command us. Now, I know you feel grumpy, but I say rejoice. I say rejoice. I say again rejoice. Rejoice. Override those feelings. Come on, because they're dangerous. They're fickle. And they might be real, but they're not true. They're not true. How about this one? We'll all love this one. He even commands us not to worry. It's a feeling. Worry, worry, worry. Come, Rome, uh, Philippians 4 and 6, same, same, same chapter. He says, he said, be careful for nothing. Be careful for nothing. But in everything, he, he's commanded, don't fret, don't worry. Don't in nothing. Nothing. Come on, because he knows. Some of us is worried already. Worried about how long is he going to be on this. Worried, you know, that day is, I understand, I understand anxiety big time now, but understand those things, that's why we're commanded, we had to be careful, to, how about anger, he commands our anger as well, he does, Ephesians 4, 26, he commands it, he says it's got boundaries, he says you can be angry, but don't let it turn to sin, don't let it go to sin, it's a command, you can, yeah, your, your emotions are going to, your feelings, you're going to get angry, there's going to be things, I'm going somewhere. It's not going to stay here. Amen. I always like to saturate you good with some good ground scripture. Have you ever noticed that? Amen. If I don't, I feel like it's frivolous. He commands all these things. But you know what? He's not just commanding that we're some outward behaving moralistic being without feelings because he made us with feelings. And he made us with feelings for a reason because when feelings are lined up with him and truth, we're a powerful individual. We are. We're not just a moralistic Pharisee with outward conformity, but, but inwardly, inwardly, inwardly filthy. Filthy feelings. How many know you can do the right thing outwardly and still have feelings wrong? The same, the same that, that, that we, can, we can do it all without feelings. And he says, away with all of that. I want your passion. I want your zeal. I want your fire. I want your get up and go. I want your rejoicing. I want your praise. I want, I want your fullness of feelings. I want it expressed to me. I want it lifted to me. I need that, he said. That's good. That's 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 important, that's powerful in serving God. A zeal, a passion. He says he takes no, no enjoyment in sacrifices that have no passion or no heart. Amen. Amen. So that kind of brings me, that brings me to what I understand about this. God. God knows, I, I know that, God knows that, that, that we can't trust our feelings. 
Do you realize that this morning? How many knows in here this morning that you can't trust your feelings? You can't trust your feelings. Ever. You really can't. And, and I understand that. That's why some of the Old Testament scriptures that we love, and we don't put it, think about it this way sometimes, but in Proverbs, he talks about lean not to your own understanding. But in all your ways, are you, 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 you trust, you lean, you hold on to him. I like what the old prophet Jeremiah said, that the heart is deceitfully wicked. It's deceitful. Feelings. Above all things. Desperate. Who can? Yes. Preach it, brother. Hey. Amen. Woo. It's true. It's true. God, God knows we can't trust it. He knows that. We know that. We're influenced uh, uh, so much by sin. Our hearts, our emotions are so much. We are. So much, so many times, so many ways. You never, you never heard nobody say, well, it feels right. But it's just sin. Come on, it feels right. I remember many years ago, I counseled with a little couple that was going to get married. I'll never forget it, never forget it. And, and I told them, well, you could tell it. I knew it. They were going to be unequally yoked. I brought it out. I talked about it. I brought it into the room. But oh no, no, it feels it feels oh so right. Feels all so good. They got married. It didn't last. Not long at all. But but it's just scripture. It don't matter how good it feels. It don't matter. Because your feelings, you can't trust them. You can't trust them. Sin, sin influences so much. We're affected by what we see. What we see. How many of the scriptures? 2 Corinthians 5, 7. It is it. We walk by faith, not by sight. Not what we see. Amen. Which brings me to this story. And I want to I want to close with this thought and minister here. But I want you to think about this story. We've read this story up to where it's at this morning. And, and, and I think about I think about that, that sometime in the middle of the evening, I don't know, we don't really, we have the timeline when the praise broke out at midnight, but we really don't know exactly what time, probably sometime mid-afternoon, probably they were lured into the city. Uh, sometime in thereabouts between evening, probably early evening, because I think when dark came, everything shut down like it does at my house. And that day, it, it was not fast-paced, I don't expect. But anyway, I would say sometime in the early evening, in the early evening, they were lured in there, and probably sometime in that, bout, in that range, they were put into this innermost part of the jail. And I want you to think about this. I, I, I never really thought about this, but, but the, the, the scene goes silent. This goes silent from mid-evening, late evening, it don't really matter, till midnight. It just goes quiet. And there's a, you, ever, you ever have those things where life has come in such a way that everything just kind of shuts down for a minute? Things just kind of go silent. It just gets really quiet, this quiet time, if you will. 
And, and I got to thinking about that. I got to thinking about that. What, what was going on? What, what in the world? And I can only assume. That's all I can do here because Scripture's quiet on it. But I can assume, I can excuse, assume kind of biblically instructed. But here's what I believe. Here's what I believe and what I assume that maybe was going on in this quiet time before midnight. And we all of a sudden out of that little quiet jail, we begin to hear a voice of praise that broke the silence, which I think is really important for us today. That in the midst of this, here's what I believe, first of all, that was going on. I believe this. I believe that, 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 that when, we're, when we are a, a tangled mess of feelings, because that's what they were. After all this had happened, you can't tell me there were anything but. After the shock and the mess, there was this mess of, of tangled up feelings. Y'all ever have tangled, a mess of tangled up feelings? Just a God, not sure what to think, not sure what to feel, not sure what's next, not sure where to take the next step, not sure what to do. There's this tangled mess. I mean, knotted up, not feeling, not sure what to feel. Here's what I want to tell you when you're like that. Are you ready? God understands. Let me tell you this. God understands your feelings. Even when you don't. God understands your feelings. When they're a mess to you. And you're trying to track them. Y'all ever, is I'm the only one. I've tried to track my feelings before. Like, where's this going? How do I feel like this? How can I? You try to track them. But, and you can't do it. I want to tell you what. God understands what you're feeling. He knows you. He knows what you're going through. He knows the mess that is the mess. I want to read you this little portion of scripture that just really backs up what I'm saying. Psalms 139, three, four, five scriptures, and then we'll jump to the last part. Psalms 139, if you would, Kayla. Psalms 139. It says this, O Lord, thou hast searched me. And he knows me. God knows me. God knows you. And all, and all your intricacies, all your, your peculiarities. When you go quiet and everybody else can't figure out. When somebody else don't know, know you. God knows you. When, when, when God ain't, when, when everybody around, even, even sometimes, your spouse sometimes is like, I ain't sure. God knows. God knows. When, when, when they're all just going around and talking and saying, there's something wrong with him. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. There's something something different. Something's bothering him. Something's bothering her. I'm not sure. God knows. Ain't you glad? It's so important this morning. If you battle with this wad of feelings, because there's something important going on because God knows it. Let's go on to verse 2. He goes on and he says this. Thou knowest my down settings. When I'm really down, you know me in my uprising. When I'm really up, you understand me from afar off. God, God, you see it. You know it. You know what's going on. You know the deal. You've got it all figured out. You compass me. You circle me. Uh, uh, my path, my lying down. You are acquainted with all of my ways. Well, can't nobody else figure out why you do what you do. God. It's well aware of why you do, why you're the way you are. But everybody else says, I don't know why he's that way. 
God knows exactly why you're the way. Amen, amen, amen. But there's not a, there's not a word in my tongue. But the Lord, the Lord, thou knowest it all together. Does he know us? He goes on. Thou hast beset me behind and before and laid thy hand upon me. Verse 6. Such knowledge is when I can't even, it's a way to know, I can't even know these things. But God, I can't figure out these feelings. I can't figure out what they all are. I can't figure out why I feel like I do on Mondays. Cannot attain it. Go jump, jump down to the bottom now, Kayla. Let's just jump the rest up. Yeah, yeah. For thou hast listen. This is how this is how God this is how God knows us. For thou hast possessed my reins, my my being, who I am at my core. Thou hast covered me when I was in my mother's womb. I will praise thee. Listen, for I am fearfully and wonderful man. Marvelous are the works, thy works, that my soul knoweth right well. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect in thy book, all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned. When, when as yet there were, was even none of them. God noticed at the very beginning. The very, very, very start. And, and the reason I bring all that out is it ties into the silence. You think I'm lost, but I'm not. I'm not lost. It ties into the silence. You want to know why it is it's best sometimes just to go silent when we're a big wad of feelings? Because it's only God that knows us. We don't know ourselves. So here's my point. We just will shut up and listen to God. Let him, let him untangle this wad. And I believe, I believe from, from mid-evening to midnight, they sat there in silence and, and God untangled. All the wad and all the feelings. Because he knew, he knew the multiple feelings. He knew the variations. He knew all the things that were going into it. Can I tell you something this morning? Sometimes it's good just to sit down and be quiet and just listen. God, what? I'm not going to say a word. I'm just going to sit here in silence, imprisoned, and just listen. Let you unravel all these wadded up feelings of mine. Because he clearly sees what we need. Every bit of it. Every bit of it. Amen. Also, I believe they were sitting there, they got this revel. I believe it's exactly the same thing that, that we really need to get a hope to, that, that we need to understand is out of that is. Understand that God is greater than even my feelings. 
He is. God is greater. I don't care what kind of strong feelings you're sitting in here with this morning. God is greater. I don't care what's swirling, what's going on. He is yet greater. First John, give me First John, Taylor. First John chapter chapter three. Uh, uh, this is what it says: For if our hearts condemn us, talking about our hearts, our feelings, if they condemn us, with God's greater than our heart, and He knows. The, there it is again. He knows all things. He knows it. Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, then we have confidence towards God. Amen. Yes. That's why it was silent. Paul stopped listening to himself and was listening to God. Because God knows. And he was waiting on God to establish the next step. Was silent for six, eight, ten, twelve hours. And I've always advocated that. When you don't know what to do, just sit still. Listen to God. Just be still and know that he's God. Just hush till God moves. But he's waiting. He's waiting for God to establish the next. Uh, give, give me that scripture, Proverbs, Proverbs 16, 9, that, that ties that all together. A man's heart devises his own way, but, but the Lord. He's waiting on the next step, God. He's wait, I'm waiting on the next step, God. In the mess of all this turmoil, in the mess of all this chaos, he's waiting. He's waiting on the next step. He's waiting for the ordered step, and, and I believe that's where this story comes. And that's where this story comes here tonight, or as, as the silence then was broken. I believe they got the next step. They got the next step. It was at midnight. The silence was broken. You know what the next step is? What the next step always is? Faith. Faith. Every time, it's faith. You want to know what the next step after that is? Faith. And then faith again. It's always going to, whenever we're a mangled mess of feelings, and we allow God to work us through and bring us to the place where we can now take the next step, it's faith. And at midnight, I want you to hear that, at midnight, they took a next step. And out of silence, out of the midnight air, silence, and the prisoners begin to hear something. There begin to be a noise in the innermost part. Begin to lift up voices. Begin to lift up voices of praise and, and worship. They was taking this next step. They was moving in faith. Let me tell you something. Faith informs our feelings. Not vice versa. Feelings does not inform our faith. If you allow feelings to inform faith, you're drifting off into some world of doubt, some sea of doubt, maybe to never be seen again. You never let feelings inform your faith. No, no, no. Faith always informs feelings. Faith says, feelings, this is how it's going to be today. This is how it's going to be this week. This is how it's going to be because God is supreme. But it's got to be a step of faith. Of faith. I believe it. Jesus is Lord. Not my feelings. 
dethrone feelings and make Jesus Lord again. Put him on the throne again. God gave us his son. He gave us our son to remove the, the, the feelings of condemnation, the feelings of his. Only his son, only his son could withstand the feelings that came from wrath or judgment or guilt. His son of sin. He give us, he give us his son. He give us a son so, 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 that, so that we, we could walk this thing and, and, and have, 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 have the life. He give us his spirit. He give us his spirit to charge our feelings. I tell you, the Holy Spirit charges you. Have you read the fruits of the spirit? They're the opposite of usually what we feel. And he charges. He charges our Brings to a new height and a new crispness, a new life to our feelings. He gave us the word. He gave us all these things, but but it was a powerful thing. Because in this story, and I'm getting ready to close. Where are you at, Terry? I'm getting ready to close. In this story, listen, this was the powerful thing about this story. This is what got my attention. And I even even said this before, but maybe not quite this way, but in this story. They didn't go on feelings. If they went on feelings, daylight would have come and they'd have still been beaten, bruised, depressed, down, discouraged. Let's say they would have still been in the same place. You know what? Maybe they would have been in the same place for months or years or for a long time or, or it disappeared. Had they, not, had, they not, had they not moved by faith. But here's what happened. They didn't wait on feelings. How many know this morning you can't wait on feelings? They didn't wait on it. The Bible says, the Bible says they begin to praise the Lord. They begin to offer up prayer. They begin to pray. They begin, and, and, and a powerful thing. Now, this don't always happen. I want to bring this out. I'm not trying to make a, make a magical method here. Because it don't always happen. But it does. It did happen in this story. And it does happen a lot. And it will happen somewhere along the way, even if it's in heaven. What, what happened, Brother Lee? What happened? Somewhere when you operate on, take that first, take that next step. Even when, even when you're a mangled mess. And, 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 and you got to faith it. you got to faith it. you got to believe. you got to believe. Somewhere, somewhere in the silence of all that, when it, somewhere in their voices when they begin to lift up, here's what happened. I can tell it did because it's a powerful moment. Feelings, feelings caught up with faith. Feelings began to catch up with faith. What they, what they had faith for, what they believed what, what was a great divide? All of a sudden in that jail cell, feelings reunited with Paul and Silas. What they had believed, only were standing in belief. I, I just believe that. They were just believing, beaten, bruised, hurt. But then they're getting to feel their being. Feelings, holy, godly, powerful Holy Ghost feelings begin to fill their bodies again in a powerful way. So much that it, it dislodged the foundation of everything that was holding them. Everything that had them imprisoned. There's a whole lot more spiritual aspect of this than I, I hope you're getting it. 
but it dislodged the foundation. Freedom. I want to tell you something. Sometimes all you can do is believe. I shouldn't say it like that because that's a powerful thing to do. If you can believe, you're doing a powerful thing. If you're standing in faith, you're doing a powerful thing. But the awesome thing I have found in this life is a lot of times if I keep believing, if I keep believing, if I keep believing, I keep believing. It sometimes, it sometimes it's longer than midnight for me. But sometimes, sometimes somewhere along the way, feelings catch up again. I've had feelings to catch back up with my faith. Now I want to tell you something. Don't go off on feelings because you'll not never feel your way back into faith. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I believe it this morning, though. And everything was broken up. Foundations come apart. There was freedom that was returned. Feelings had caught back up. Like I said, that may not always happen. I'm not telling you that that's going to be the. Here's what I want to tell you, though. If it don't happen here, it'll happen there. You realize what a hyphen sense of feelings that we'll have when we open our eyes in heaven. When there is a glorious, perfected body seeing all the glories and grandeur of Christ Jesus in the kingdom of heaven. What feelings these bodies won't hold right now. What a high. But God's good. God's good because even sometimes down here, sometimes down here, sometimes even when we walk this thing out, feelings catch back up. I hear people say all the time, wish I could feel like I did when. Well, just keep faith in it. Just keep believing. 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 No matter what.